You know you want it. Elegant insights into all that glitters. This is Laura. Welcome to this episode of All the Glitters. Recently, I did a show on how to wear the so-called color of the year, ultraviolet, which we call purple, and I thought it might be fun to do a show on purple gemstones. How could I resist? I'm combining two things I love, the color purple and jewelry. In our discussion of gems today, I'm going to divide up the gemstones into two groups. Those that are transparent, what you think of when you think of cut gems, and opaque, the ones that you see most commonly in nugget or polished forms. The first gem that probably comes to mind when you think of the color purple is amethyst. Amethyst is from the quartz mineral family, and quartz is one of the most abundant substances on the planet. Quartz crystals can produce a variety of different gem colors, from clear or colorless, such as white topaz, to citrine, which is a golden yellow color, to blue topaz and amethyst. Amethyst is the February birthstone, and you can find it in shades that range from a royal purple to an almost silvery gray pale lavender. Amethyst is relatively inexpensive, and you can find it set in gold and silver. Another gemstone that you can find in lovely shades of purple or violet is the tanzanite. Tanzanite is mined in only one place on the planet— It's rather rare, which is why tanzanite is one of the more expensive gems you can buy. Tanzanite was named by Tiffany and company, who are credited with discovering the gem first in the mountains of Tanzania. So the name tanzanite was adopted so as to honor the place in which the stone was found. Just to give you an idea of how rare tanzanite is, the size of the mine in which you can find tanzanite gems is about four by one and a half miles. That's it. Tanzanite is a variation of zoocyte. Sometimes it's also called blue zoocyte. The tanzanite gem actually comes out of the ground, showing three colors, brown, blue, and purple. The gem is heat-treated in order to discourage the brownish sort of burgundy color and to encourage the blue and violet shades. The ideal color of a tanzanite is a true violet shade, not more purple and not more blue, but a beautiful blend of the two. The value of a tanzanite goes up depending on how vivid or saturated the color is. Tanzanite is sometimes referred to as the birthstone for December. Tanzanite is highly prized and it's very difficult to find in larger carat weights. Most of what you see in retail these days consists of very small gems of a half carat or less. The next gem that would fall into the purple category might be a bit of a surprise, and that is sapphire. I know, when you think of sapphire, you typically think of a blue gem. But sapphire can be found in shades of purple. When a sapphire crystal contains traces of vanadium or iron or titanium, it can give the gem a violet cast. 
Most often, you'll see sapphire in a jewelry store that's a royal blue color. A highly prized variation of sapphire is said to be a cornflower blue. The cornflower blue, or Ceylon sapphire, is found in the Ceylon region of India. A violet sapphire can be color changing, it can look different in different light. It can look one way under fluorescent light and another way under incandescent. Sapphire is considered to be a precious gem, and it is among the hardest of the gemstones, which makes it a great gem to wear in a ring. But don't go looking for a violet sapphire unless you have lots of money to spend. My personal favorite violet gem is called Iolite. Iolite is actually not purple either, in the truest sense of what you think of when you think of a royal purple shade. Iolite is almost more of a blueberry shade, although the word Iolite is actually Greek, meaning violet. Iolite is also relatively inexpensive, so you can indulge your love of this purple gem when you buy a larger carat weight. Another thing I love about Iolite is that it is untreated. In other words, the Iolite shade that you see is not brought about by heat treatment or irradiation. Iolite can be found in transparent or cut gemstones, as well as nugget or opaque polished beads. Iolite is a beautiful, deep, bluish purple color that is rich and luminous. One purple gem that has become very popular more recently is in the spinel gem family. When I think of spinel gemstones, I think of a black spinel or a red spinel. Those are the two most common forms of spinel stones that I've seen. Spinel is also available in purple. There's a lot to love about spinel gemstones. Even though they can be difficult to find in a larger carat weight, it's the smaller sizes that can give you more bang for your buck. The reason is because spinels have a beautiful sparkle. I've seen a necklace consisting of cut black spinel stones that sparkle like a strand of black diamonds. If you can find jewelry made out of purple spinel, I'm sure you'll like it for two reasons. Number one, it's pocketbook friendly, and number two, it's glittery, eye catching brilliance. The final item I want to mention in the transparent or cut gemstone category is called rubellite. If you remember from my recent program on how to wear the color purple, where I described the color wheel and how it's used as a tool to organize colors, I mentioned that some colors fall on the warm end of the spectrum and other colors fall on the cool end of the color spectrum. And purple is a mix of red, warm, and blue, cool, primary colors. However, there are a number of shades of purple. Some can be warmer and have a greater red saturation, and other shades of purple can be more cool, have a greater blue color saturation. The rubellite falls into the warm color range of purple. I've seen it look like a deep purplish rose. Rubellite tourmaline, as it's called, is one of those beautiful gems that can look different in different light. If you're lucky enough to find a rubellite set into jewelry, I guarantee you no one will know what it is. But it will certainly be a conversation starter. In the opaque gem category, I have two to share with you that fall into the purple color family. The first is called sujolite. Sujolite is an opaque purple that's usually mixed with other colors such as black or yellow or brown. 
You often see sujolite used in southwestern jewelry. Another of these opaque gems is called cherowite. Both sujolite and cherowite are relatively new in the gemstone world, having only been discovered in jewelry quality specimens since the 70s. Since both of these stones can contain other elements that give it a spotted or marbleized or speckled multicolor look to them, you'll often find them treated or colorized in a way to enhance the purple tones. And just as an aside, you've probably heard me mention this before, but one of the things you really need to know about colored gems is that almost all colored gemstones now that you find commercially available are heat-treated, irradiated, modified, or altered in some way to enhance a desired color. There are very few untreated, all-natural gemstones that make it to the commercial jewelry market. If someone tries to tell you a piece of jewelry you're buying contains a natural, unaltered gemstone, I would regard that statement with a great deal of suspicion. An honest reseller will disclose that his gemstones have been altered. And this is not necessarily a bad thing. As I mentioned, in order for a tanzanite to achieve that coveted violet shade, it has to be treated in order to enhance the color. And while we're on the subject, colored gemstones, unlike diamonds, are graded differently with respect to desirability. With a diamond, you have many considerations, such as cut, color, quality, carat weight, the sparkle, the scintillation. There are many aspects of a diamond to take into consideration when making a purchase. But with any other gemstone besides a diamond, there are only three words you need to keep in mind when making the best possible gemstone choice. And those three words are color, color, and color. The value of a colored gem is primarily determined by how intense or deeply saturated the preferred color is. Sometimes, if a gemstone is smaller, it actually expresses the color better than its larger counterpart. So while many people may consider carat weight or the size of the gemstone to be its determining factor with respect to price, keep in mind that color is really what matters. In most colored gemstones, there is a sought-after variation of a color. For example, with a ruby, the ideal color is referred to as pigeon's blood red. With a sapphire, as I mentioned, the ideal color is cornflower blue or Ceylon blue. With a pink tourmaline, the most coveted shade would be a bubblegum or hot pink. So when looking for a colored gemstone, be willing to set aside size in favor of color and look for the most vivid, intense, deeply saturated version of whatever the gemstone is you're shopping for. Back to purple gemstones, there are a couple of honorable mentions here. I don't want to forget purple jade, purple turquoise, and chalcedony. You can find examples of purple jade and purple turquoise on the market, but they are exceedingly rare. So rare, in fact, that you probably won't see them except in a museum. Chalcedony is an opaque gemstone, although sometimes the more prized variants have a translucent or sort of milky, glowy quality to them. It's really referred to as blue chalcedony, 
It makes me think of what the Earth looks like when seen from space, a blue ball with white clouds surrounding it, because a blue chalcedony bead looks just like that. But some examples of chalcedony can have a periwinkle or slightly purplish hue. So a chalcedony gemstone that's a little bit more to the purple range of blue is considered more desirable. Often you can find chalcedony stones rounded and polished or in nugget form and used in more casual jewelry styles. And finally, I have to give a nod to pearls. It's become quite the trend in the last 20 years or so that pearls are dyed. Many pearls that you see on the market now are available in beautiful vivid tones of cherry red, teal blue, or shades of purple. One of my personal favorite pieces of jewelry is a strand of freshwater pearls that have been dyed purple, strung along with amethyst, iolite, and tanzanite gemstones. It is a glorious strand of purple goodness. So if you, like me, love the color purple and love jewelry, next time you go to a jewelry store, ask to see samples of some of the ones I've mentioned here. If you have low or no vision, or have difficulty with color perception, be sure to ask the seller for a thorough description of the exact shade you're looking for. Is it lavender? Is it pleochroic? In other words, does it change color when you look at it from different directions? Does the color change depending upon what kind of light it's seen in? Is this the best example of this particular gemstone he can show you? Or can he show you an example of the ideal so you'll have something against which to compare. Remember, when shopping for colored gemstones, you want the most vivid, intense, deeply saturated hue you can buy. That wraps it up for All the Glitters. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com. Sparkle on. You're listening to the Fashionability Channel podcast, your guide to accessible style. Finally, style within reach of everyone. Follow us on Twitter at Inclusive Style or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fashionability. Write to us at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com. Download the Fashionability Channel podcast from iTunes, Blueberry, Google Play, or from fashionabilitychannel.com. Thanks for listening.